When I was recording the previous episode about the importance of finding something to celebrate, even if it is only celebrating getting up in the morning and making it through the day, I didn't know what was coming my way. I am, again, at this season of life when everything that could go wrong goes wrong, and everything that could go right also goes wrong. While I am in the midst of this season, I want to share with you how I am handling it, with the hope it would help you too. Let's talk about it. Here is an important note for you before we start. I am sharing what I do and what works for me, and you're welcome to try any or all of these steps. However, we are all different humans with different life experiences, and what works for one person might bring up um, undesirable thoughts or feelings in another. If any of what I talk about doesn't feel right for you, Please don't think that you have to do it. You don't. Pick what works for you. So, when something goes wrong, big time, first of all, I acknowledge what I feel and why. For example, I am mad and frustrated because the surgery was cancelled at the last moment. I am angry at the medical team because of the way how they handled that cancellation. Most often I use much stronger words at such moments, but I would leave it to your imagination. Then, I am allowing myself to blame everything and everyone for things that went wrong. And I don't censor my language either. However... I have two important rules. Rule number one. I am doing my venting, my blame and complain, away from the people I'm blaming. So they are not exposed to my outrage. I do it in a safe for me space. It could be a close friend on the phone or in person who can listen to me and sympathize, or I can do it alone. The reason for that is... I don't want to act out of the emotions I'm experiencing. In other words, I don't want to hurt anyone when I'm hurting. Rule number two. I give myself a time limit on how long I'm going to do it. Depending on the scale of the disaster, it can be five minutes or it can be a couple of hours when I complain with all my might. But when the time is up, I'm done. And I don't go back to it. Even if I have to explain again to someone what has happened and it would feel so good to blame and complain again, I just don't engage in that. Because blaming and complaining don't move me anywhere. The more I blame and complain, the more negativity I create in my mind. So the problem that I'm complaining about is still there. And on the top of it, I'm creating this negativity that feels like sticky mud in my brain. And it prevents me from thinking clearly. It just doesn't help. Instead, I give myself the time to release my steam of emotions so I can move to the next step. 
And after I'm done with my timed outburst of blaming, I recenter myself with something very quick and simple, like scanning my points of grounding. For example, I am sitting right now when I record this. Both of my feet are planted on the floor. My butt is on the chair seat and my elbows are on the desk and my hands support my cheeks. I describe myself, like literally describe myself, what parts of my body are firmly planted to something around me. And that makes my mind notice that I am actually safe. I'm not falling and the earth hasn't opened under my feet. Another option is naming what I see, hear, smell, sense, and taste at the moment. So right now, I see a black microphone in front of my face. I smell fresh peonies. I hear a distant sound of the car backing out. I sense the warmth in my office. And I taste the coffee with the cream that I just sipped. Deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. The next step is separating what I can control and what I cannot control. For example, no matter how much I like or dislike the weather, I cannot control it. But I can control how I dress in this weather, right? In the same way, I cannot control the ways the healthcare system and medical insurance are set up and functioning in the United States. I can't control other people's decisions. But I can control what I can do. I can decide that the problem I'm dealing with is the result of a series of unfortunate circumstances. And instead of finding the one to blame, I can focus on finding someone who can help. I can collect information on what can be done and make a plan for what I am going to do. Then I look at my calendar to see what I can delegate, reschedule, or cancel, and what is absolutely non-negotiable, so I have space for myself. For example, my coaching sessions with my clients, the doctor appointments, driving the kid to school and back, paying the bills on time, those are my non-negotiables. Meeting with a friend for a coffee to catch up, dog grooming, and vacation planning can be postponed, as well as many emails and phone calls that are not related to the non-negotiables, they also can be rescheduled. This gives me space to deal with my problem and to have the time to recover. I'm not going to pretend that I can do it all because I'm a superwoman. Even though nobody saw me and Wonder Woman in the same room at the same time. Just saying. I am a normal human being and I am past the age when I wanted to prove something. I do what I can. And I forgive myself if I can't do it all. 
This is actually a very important part. Reminding myself I do what I can keeps me from trying to be perfect and doing things outside of my control, like changing the weather. Forgiving myself ahead of time helps me stay away from self-blame, self-criticism, and guilt of not being perfect. And then I'm going into the action according to my plan. And I have some recovery time as part of my plan. Usually it's things that I enjoy and they calm me down. I already know what those activities are and factor them in. For me, it's listening to live music, planting something in my garden, rowing, or going for a walk in the forest. I also prioritize spending time with the people I love the most. My husband and my son are my rocks, my anchors, and my battery chargers. So, if I know I have to make a bunch of calls, and most likely it would be a lot of please stay on the line or endless loop of choosing the options on the menu, please listen carefully as our options have recently changed. I also know I would be mentally exhausted by the evening, so I would go for a hike in the afternoon as soon as I'm done with the calls. And I have time for that because I have planned for this recovery time and I don't have anything else on my schedule. So here is what I want to offer you. Create your own plan for the times when things go wrong ahead of time. If you do it now, you'll have a better idea of what works for you and you will know what to do when it's needed. You can. Decide now how much time you would want to spend in the blame and complain phase before you move to the finding a solution phase. Decide now how you can ground yourself. It can be what I have described earlier or anything else that helps. Practice now to know what works for you. Pay attention to what helps you to calm down your nervous system. Not cookies or alcohol that make you feel better when you don't want to feel what you are feeling at the moment. But something that helps you get out of the fight-or-flight mode. Maybe it's going for a walk with your dog, or a yoga routine, simple breathing exercise, painting watercolors. Have it as a list for the times you need to calm down, but can think of what would be helpful. Know who you can ask for help or support. Maybe it's your family members, maybe it's your church community, maybe it's your life coach. Know what your non-negotiables are and what you can postpone if needed. And most importantly, decide ahead of time that you will love yourself no matter what, and forgive yourself because you do what you can. Thank you for being with me. I am Master Coach Irina Ischenko, and I will talk to you next week.